Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing and you find yourself coming around often... Please become a Patreon supporter of this podcast and support us. By supporting us, this house helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Howdy y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Mrs. Sativa here joining you from legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about some good news coming out of Minnesota. Um, so, they are going to add chronic pain to their tyranny list, as well as eye disease. So I'm going to read this article from NPR News. And although although this is a huge step towards expanding their failure of a medical program that doesn't have whole flour and only has the most expensive forms legal for use. And I know this ain't recreational. And, you know, recreational really isn't a possibility until, until Paul Gazelka is, is, is moved out of office and removed out of office. Um, he needs, he needs to be kicked out and shown the door like all the other reefer madness politicians we've got because it's only him in the in the Minnesota Senate that is blocking reform on party lines. Him, him and his Republican flunkies, because on in in their I believe their House of Reps, the Democrats control it, and the and the governor Tim Walz is is pro pro legalization. But you know, people like Paul Gazelka could block it single handedly based on reefer madness and based on party line and that's what he's been doing and he's been pouring cold water on legalization so he needs to be booted out if he can be booted out in 2020 and if he can't be booted out in 2020 the the bench need to needs to be built so he can be booted out in in 2022 hopefully or 2024 but let's let's read this article so again it's from NPR news Minnesota OKs Medical Canvas for Chronic Pain and Eye Disease, written by Tim Nelson and Brian Basque. 
Minnesota regulators on Monday unveiled a big expansion of the state's medical marijuana program, adding chronic pain and age-related macular degeneration to the list of conditions that can qualify for treatment. The state's health department also said it would allow more sites where patients can get medical cannabis. The changes take effect in August. Minnesota's medical marijuana program began in 2014 and has gradually been adding conditions that can be treated with cannabis. Originally, only nine conditions made the cut. Now, the list is much longer, from obstructive sleep apnea to post-traumatic stress disorder to cancer. Sensible Change Minnesota, a group trying to change marijuana policy in Minnesota, sought the addition of chronic pain. Marin Schroeder, policy director for the group, said Monday's move is significant. The legislature still has to work, still has work to do to make this into a functioning program, but this was probably the biggest steps the administration could take to do so, Schroeder said. Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm said the conditions that were added give more people more ways to deal with debilitating illnesses. Minnesota's medical cannabis program tracks patient experiences so we can learn about real-world benefits and downsides to of using medical cannabis for various conditions, she said in a statement. Malcolm said, the bottom line is for people suffering from those serious conditions may be helped by partaking in the program, and we felt it was important to give them an opportunity to seek that relief. A doctor's diagnosis of chronic pain will be required. It could be easier to certify than intractable pain, which was added to the program a few years ago. State health officials said they have expected that the chronic pain condition might provide a sizable boost in the number of patients potentially eligible for certification to participate in the program and potentially add thousands of new participants. State officials declined to estimate how many that might be. We do know that 20% of U.S. adult population suffers from chronic pain, so we can apply these numbers to Minnesota's population, and of course it would be smaller subset of folks that would be even interested in trying our program, said Acting Program Director Chris Tokes. Sensible Change Schroeder said doctors have been hesitant to certify intractable pain cases because that carries a specific legal definition by which pain cannot be removed, but only managed, and other options have failed to receive or achieve results. Quote, this will give doctors a little more comfort in getting their pain patients into the program, as well as helping those patients qualified, Schroeder said. People petitioned to include the new conditions this summer, Those requests were renewed by Citizens Panel and Health Department staff. Four conditions were rejected. Anxiety, insomnia, paralysis, and traumatic brain injury. So, wag at the finger, Minnesota, for for not including those conditions. Unless you have, unless you have walked a mile in my shoes and you've walked a mile in the people who have these illnesses because i have i have the first two that were listed but if unless you've walked a mile in, in our shoes 
these lawmakers and these officials saying, no, that's not real. That's not a real condition or that doesn't, that's not debilitating enough. They're just trying to get high. Uh, I hope these politicians and these officials that rejected it are never in a position where, you know, they have crippling sleeplessness or crippling insomnia or anxiety. I hope they are never in that position. But again, people only, people only tend to have empathy when they're personally affected, you know. It's sad, but it's the sad reality of the world. As of October, there were nearly 18,000 patients certified for the state's medical marijuana program. Minnesota's program is still considered relatively restrictive because patients are not allowed to get marijuana in leaf form or ingest it through smoking. That's tyranny. The only thing that should be... There's, the government should never come between a doctor-patient relationship. I'm, 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 I'm a strong believer in that. And I, I feel it is government overreach and it is tyranny when we have officials saying, oh, this is, this is, oh, this, this is debilitating enough for cannabis. No, you don't know, you're a lawmaker. You don't know anything about science. You don't know anything about science or, or medical, or medical health or, 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 or the human body. If no, if, if so, you'd be a doctor or you'd be a specialist. You're a lawmaker. Don't stay out of, of things you don't know about. If, if lawmakers kept the doctor patient relationship, if they kept the sanctity of that with regards to medical marijuana and allowed it for any condition, the doctor, nurse, or medical official sees fit, as well as, you know, leaving, leaving, you know, a, wi- a a woman to do what she sees fit with her body, you know, I mean, this, it just proves that the government has just too much time on its hands when it's trying to tell us w- what our doctor can or cannot do. And it's ridiculous that, that you're having lawmakers saying, oh, I don't like whole flower cannabis. I don't like that. I did that in, I did that in college. Got too, got too high. Didn't remember, didn't remember the girl I was trying to meet's phone number. And because I have that bad trip 30, 40 years ago and I'm a lawmaker and I'm in a position of power, because canvas didn't work for me and I couldn't handle my stuff, I, I assume everyone else can't either. So I'm, I'm going to make people drop, jump through as many hoops as possible to get medical cannabis because I can't handle cannabis and I have to, I have to impose my will on other people. This is, this is what these government officials sound like when they, when they make programs this restrictive and then they're surprised that people aren't using them. Pills, vapors, topical ointments, and liquid gels had been the only forms people could obtain through licensed manufacturers. Starting next summer, new delivery methods will include water-soluble cannabinoid, such as powders or sprinkles, orally dissolvable products, such as lozenges, gums, mints, tablets. Edible forms, such as gummy and gummies and baked goods, remain illegal under state law. That's tyranny. In addition to the two licensed manufacturers, LeafLine Labs... In Minnesota Medical Solutions will be allowed to open a combined eight more centers in Minnesota. The agency said 
The proposed centers are in Blaine, Burnsville, Duluth, Golden Valley, Montanco, Rogers, Wilmar, Woodbury. The additions also allow each of the two state chartered providers to expand into the congressional districts they weren't allowed when the program first opened for sales in 2015. That will end regional exclusivity for distributors. Oh man, that's so asinine. This, I mean, that's, I feel like these programs are written restrictively, not only because the, the, the lawmakers have a contempt for the plant, but because they have to make sure that the, the the few medical facilities they have to cave into the um the the people and and give the people this devil's lettuce for medical purposes they have to make sure it gets into the right the money gets into the right hands and their cronies get 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 the get the monopoly or de facto monopoly you know um i i really feel that that's the case that, that, that they, that they make it like this so their people can, can benefit. So it's not only reefer madness, but it's, you know, they're making it this restrictor and they're making these loops that only their cronies can be able to meet. So their cronies can make money and then they can get reelected because they're going to give, because the, because the cronies are going to give them, are, are going to cut them in on these deals, you know? You gotta follow the money a lot of the time. When you see shenanigans, just follow the money, and most of the time, it's the money. That will end regional exclusivity for distributors, Tolk said. Quote, so there, there is a consumer choice in the district. The shifts come as state lawmakers prepare again to debate broader cannabis legalization. The marijuana bills up for discussion next year would remove criminal penalties for recreational use and regulate a sales market. The DFL-controlled house is seen as more receptive to a legal marijuana system than the Republican-led Senate, where a bill stalled last session. So again, you have to get rid of Paul Gazelka. You have to get rid of this Paul Gazelka guy because he's doing all the blocking of a cannabis reform and adult, an adult use bill that, that the governor wanted to sign didn't even get to get to get past committee because again, the Republicans control Senate and Paul Gazelka could single handedly and has been single-handedly blocking adult use reform and other other reforms that would make um, that would benefit Minnesota in terms of cannabis. So you you got to get rid of him. If you can't get rid of him in 2020, he needs to be gotten rid of in 2022 or 2024. Um, again, I don't live in Minnesota, so I don't know I don't know how these term limits work, and I don't know when Gazelka is is up for re-election or not. I don't know. I don't I don't know that. But he, he needs to be shown the door for blocking what the majority of people in his state want. And, um, neighboring, neighboring, neighboring Minnesota has, no, neighboring Michigan has already legalized and Ann Arbor has, has seen their first sales. And Illinois is gonna, they're gonna have their first sales next month, literally next month. Literally next month, January 1st, 2020. And there's, and Canada has legal, legal marijuana too. So, you know, it's looking like Minnesota is becoming an island of prohibition. So, 
again, we got to get rid of Paul Gazelka, and this was a major sort of win in that more people will have access, but I still feel that this program is still very tyrannical and still very expensive and still very unworkable. But you got to celebrate the wins when you can get them. So a uh, minor victory for the people of Minnesota. And as always, peace out and stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for housing and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Sativa podcast. You can also support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. If you are feeling extra generous, we have $5 and above tiers. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast and click the send voice message button. And I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617 617- Four six six nine three eight nine. That is six one seven four six six nine three eight nine. And I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link: um, www.bit.ly slash 33FKRV9. And you can try the following coupon codes. Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, and 15% sign off CBD. And you can use those codes to get a discount on various CBD products on their website. And if you are looking to get inexpensive CBD flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in New England, check out bostonhempire.com where you can get frequent sales on CBD flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well too. Boston Hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in New England and the rest of the United States for a very, very good price. And I highly recommend their products too. Feel free to enter the URL HTTPS colon slash slash shop dot Boston dot com slash question mark REF equals D Scotland. Peace out and ciao.